And today's podcast is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for people with coarse, curly, and sensitive skin. You can get clearer, smoother skin in as little as four weeks when you start shaving with your Bevel razor. Go to Bevel.com slash Casey to get $30 off a 90-day supply of the Bevel shaving system. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash Casey to get $30 off a 90-day supply of the Bevel shaving system. What up, y'all? It's DJ NV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Now, last week we ended the show um, on some negativity. What well, wasn't on negativity? On <laughs> some negativity. We just didn't agree with each other. Uh-huh. Do we still not agree with each other? Uh, it depends. On what? If your friend <laughs> oh, goodness. tells you something, will you tell me? You know, I thought we were in a relationship where we told each other everything. And for everybody that thinks I'm nosy, F y'all. I am Oh, nosy. and thank you, everybody, for all of the comments under my post. I read each and every last one of them and each and every last DM so I can get a good sense of what you guys thought. Yeah, and some of them agree with you. Some? Yeah, some. The vast majority, vast, vast, vast majority agreed with me. So are we still at a place if your friend tells you something? You won't discuss with me? Rashawn, it's not if a friend tells me something that I would not discuss it with you. When I have conversations with my friends, Mm -hmm. if it's just general conversations and we're discussing topics and information or they're recapping their weekend or things that they've experienced and it's just general, then yeah, it's something that I might pick your brain about because I might want to know what you think. But like I said last week, if someone tells me something very personal to them Mm -hmm. and they ask me to keep it in confidence, typically what happens is I will specifically say, well, do you mind if I tell Rashawn? If they say, no, Gia, I prefer if you just kept it between the two of us, then I'm bound by that confidence because I believe that being loyal to a friend doesn't mean that I'm being disloyal to you. Okay. And it's funny, I went back and forth with somebody in DM who was actually giving me good food for thought. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave me an idea as to what the people that agree with you are thinking. And one of his points was, well, when you get married, you're one. Right, that's what I think. <laughs> that's what I agree with. Yes, but... You're one in a lot of ways, but it doesn't have to mean every single way. And the example that I gave him was, if you rob a bank okay, and you tell me that you're going to rob this bank okay, and I don't support you, mm-hmm. I don't have to agree with you. We're not one in our decision to rob a bank, right? yet you might choose to do it anyway. So we're not one in that sense. And if you're caught and you go to jail, I'm not going to jail with you. Okay. We are one in a lot of ways, but it's more figurative and not necessarily literal. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. But if I rob the bank and you don't support and I make off with a million dollars, you don't get none of that because you I don't want any of that. I don't want anything that's not righteously obtained. So anything that's stolen or ill gotten, keep that far, far, far away from me. But that's besides the point. Just because once we get married, we're one, it doesn't mean that everything needs to be in a sense of oneness. And this might be the only thing that I think might be the exception. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you this, right? So my friend, this true story, mm-hmm. right? My friend last week that you know mm-hmm. smashed one of your friends. Wait, is this a real... Real situation. Hold on a minute. And you really didn't tell me? No, no, this is the thing. Okay, go ahead. One of your friends... One of my friends that you know. Is it one of my friends? Or is it just your friend that I know? It's my friend that you know. Okay. Smashed one of your friends. (laughs) Okay. Right? All right. Now, he, he told me not to tell you. He told you not to... I don't believe you. Okay. This just so happened to happen. He told me not to tell you. He said, don't mention it. Okay. Usually, mm-hmm. I'd have came right off the phone and said, babe, guess what? <laughs> right. But since he told me not to mention it, 
mm-hmm. and I um I listen to what you think, and I'm taking your advice about as mm-hmm. far as friends and how we should be, you know. We be loyal to our friends. And if they ask us not to do something, mm-hmm. don't do it. So I didn't tell you. Okay. And you're cool with that. Yes, I'm okay. cool with that. All right, so. As much as I would like to know, mm-hmm. All right. our relationship and the meat and potatoes of our relationship isn't based on gossip. Okay. When we talk no, about other issues, it's for the sake of picking each other's brains. Mm -hmm. It's so that I can find out how many pages we're on the same page about and how many that we're not. So that's more so fun. But if the information that he shared with you does not involve you in particular, me in particular, or our relationship as a whole or our Mm well-being, then I am not obligated to know okay i mean i'd love to (laughs) but you have to use your discretion and decide whether you want to betray your friend's confidence and tell me or not okay and this is one more point that i just wanted to make Mm -hmm. to um to this topic Hmm. how do i put this i'm listening now if the way that I look at it is... The reason you're all over the place right now is because you want to know which one of my friends <laughs> smashed which one of your friends. No, you told me and now I'm putting it out of my mind. Okay. I'm not even thinking about it. You decided not to tell. So now, wait, let me ask you a question. Nope. You, you don't me. agree with me. So why are you taking my advice? No, I'm That n- means that you're trying to set an example of spite right no, now. No, I would never set an example yes, of Yes, you are. You you're being all. spiteful because you don't not, agree with me. So why would you take person. my advice? advice after hearing your advice i came to the conclusion that wow maybe my wife is right maybe Mm. i should listen to her because she's spitting knowledge she's woke and maybe i need to holler maybe i need to to be on that same page as her to make sure that i'm loyal and i do the right thing because as a man so then you agree with me yes i agree with you all right that's good but i do just want to make one more point i'm listening when when we share information with people Mm -hmm. we choose who we share that information with based on a set of qualities that that person may possess right and those qualities could be that that person may not be judgmental that person may be compassionate they might be empathetic they might be intelligent they might be experienced in that field Mm -hmm. so i may choose to tell you something based on those things or any one of those things now if you turn around and tell your spouse during pillow talk Mm -hmm. me as the sharer of that information i may not have vetted your spouse to have those qualities to receive that information. And that information may come across or have an effect on them in a way that wasn't intended by me because I didn't decide that they were qualified to receive that information. And then that information turns around being ill-received. Do you understand? Yeah, I got what you're saying. So for that reason, Me as the sharer, I should have the right to determine where my intimate information and where my personal business goes. And that's why everybody shouldn't know everything. I need to decide who's supposed to hear that and who should be able to mull over that. Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. But as long as you agree with me. That's right. And you, you spiteful little thing. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> spiteful. No, no, I would never. I would never. Okay. I would never spite you. I mean, I understand what you're saying. And uh, do you really agree? Look at me yes, in the eyes. I agree. Yes. You see, you see, yes. you're being sly. Okay. Touché. All right. Touche. That's what they say, right? Touche. <laughs> right. We'll let it go. All right. Well, now let's go through some uh, emails. A lot of people has hit us up and have a million and one questions. Yes. So let's go through some of the emails. All right. All right. Now, um, I found out my boyfriend of four years has a 13 month old son. Wait, her boyfriend of? Of four years. Okay. Has a 13 year old son. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to Hold on. I'm pulling the email up. Hold on. Here we go. Hello, all. Let's be honest. I've had a rough two weeks. I found out my boyfriend of four years has a 13-month-old son he never told me about. Apparently, during a breakup we had, he stepped out and failed to tell me he slept around during that time 
And most important, she was pregnant. I'm torn, lost and trying to cope with it all on top of trying to pass nursing school. Truth is, I need God, prayers, guidance and answers. I'm trying to work things out with my ex and I don't know if it's the right thing. I'm losing myself, my faith and hope. How do I move on with my relationship when all I can do is think of his betrayal? I want nothing more than to give him his first son. And now he has him, an eight year old daughter. I have none. I'm hurt. How do I accept this child and love him equally as much as I love his daughter without resentment? Thank you, Gina. Um, This is a tough one. And the reason I say this is a tough one is because. Yes, they weren't together when he had this child, mm-hmm. but he hid the child from her. That's the problem. He hid the child from her. Right. Um, And hiding the child from her, he probably hid the child because he honestly knew if she knew that he had a child, she wouldn't want to date him or be involved with him. Right. So he kind of held that away where he was basically trying to get back in and basically make this girl fall in love with him and start a family and then be like, oh, well, by the way, by the way, by the way, Mm -hmm. which I think is foul. You know, Um, I think one thing, you know, men need to do and I think a lot of people need to do is be proud of their children. I don't think he was proud of his child. I think it was one of those things he was scared to say. And I don't think that's a great point. I don't think that's a great thing to do as a father or a boyfriend or fiance. You know, um, yes, him stepping out during the time that you would break. That's fine. I mean, that's what a break is about. Right. A break is I'm going to try this and see if I like this better. And you're going to try this to see if you like this better. But we're supposed to come back and be honest with each other. Right. Well, this is what I did during a break. You know, I had sex with this person. If you guys are that honest or maybe say, you know what, we're not going to talk about the break and we're just going to move on. Right. But the fact that you did have that child and didn't tell, I think that's foul. I, I think that's not somebody I would want to be with. And the reason I wouldn't want to be with that person is because if they're not proud of their child and being honest about their actual child, that's a problem. You know? Well, I don't think that it's about him not being proud yes, of his child. Yes, because he would have said no, 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 that. No, no. The child was 13 think, months. That's I over think, a year. I think that he wasn't proud of his actions that led to the child, mm-hmm. which are a lot different because his actions is what may have potentially cost him a relationship with the person that he ultimately wanted to be with, right. who he wanted to end up with. So just like you said, I think that, you know how when you don't want to deal with something, you look away? Absolutely. I think that he was looking away and pretending like it wasn't there. And maybe every day he woke up thinking to himself, okay, today's the day that I'm going to tell her. All right, I'll just put it off another day. Well, do you respect a man who has a child for over a year and doesn't mention it? Oh, no, he doesn't deserve any respect. I'm just walking through what I think his mental place was and and why he did it. So I don't think it had anything to do with whether he was proud of the child. I just think that he wanted the relationship and prioritized keeping that over keeping it real or being honest with his girlfriend. But wouldn't you want a man that his first thing would be his children wouldn't that be more of a turn on the fact that look i made a mistake no that wouldn't be a turn on really <laughs> you know the um, fact that a man was saying no, 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 like, no, i made it's this just, mistake i, mean, I stepped you, out on you i have this child you respect i it. love you you respect but it. i'm gonna raise this child because this is mine and you hope for that mm-hmm. but you know my man sleeping with somebody and maybe it's okay because they were on a breakup so i don't know if that would that typically when you break up with somebody, even if it's temporarily or whatever, it's kind of like all no holes barred. Right. You know, you do you. I'm going to do me. And if the universe wants us to be together, we'll find ourselves back together. So I think that he was will, well within his limitations to do that. But he should have been honest. So you using the term, you know, does it turn you on? No, it doesn't turn me on to think the person that I was with was with somebody else and conceived a child, but I would have respected him for being honest and telling me what the result of that breakup, that temporary breakup ultimately was. Okay, so what do you think she should do bottom line? What do you think she she should do? I think that the degree of what he withheld is very telling. Very serious, yeah. Yes. Someone that can hold that kind of secret, especially 
I mean, it's bad in and of itself, right? right. Mm-hmm. But especially for that length of time, it's. I would look at it as though I'm dealing with a very, very dangerous person, a mm-hmm. person that's capable of a lot more. And I can understand and sympathize with the idea that maybe he was scared and he wanted the relationship and everything else that comes along with that. But just the fact that 13 months, mm-hmm. 13 months later, and did, wait, did she say how she came to find out did he tell no, did he tell her say, no she didn't say she just found out she said i found out my boyfriend of four years has a 13 month old son and he never told me about it. she didn't say how she found out yeah that's crazy i would really question that person's integrity and what would bother me is that he's the type of person that puts himself first right. and puts the things that he wants before what's right and what's important. So he seems very selfish and has a high threshold for secrecy. So I would really consider whether I wanted to move on with that person or not. I agree. Absolutely wholeheartedly agree. So ultimately, do you think that she should stay in the relationship or end the relationship? Um, I, I think that, you know, I never tell anybody that they should leave or stay unless it's, you know, blatant abuse or something like that, you know, to each his own. But I would definitely, I like what you said. I would definitely keep one eye open. You know, the fact that he kept the secret for over a year. It's not like he kept it for a couple of weeks and be like, babe, let me tell No, over a year he's kept this secret. Every day. Every day. Knowing right. every day. So he's definitely somebody, I would definitely keep my eye open. And, you know, I, he's somebody I, I, I don't think I, I could take serious. You know, that's just my opinion. You couldn't take him serious. No way. But if you can't take the person serious, then what's the point of being in a relationship with them? You're in a relationship, if it's an exclusive one, to build. Right. So that it turns into something bigger and more beautiful, like something you did, that you can build on. But like but you said, you understand why he would do that necessarily. I understand a lot of things. It so, doesn't mean that I agree with it right. or that I condone it or that I think that she should move on with this person so necessarily. Maybe she will understand it as well as says, you know what, let me give him a shot. I wouldn't if I was in that predicament or situation, but you know, he's just somebody I would definitely keep my eye open. So you're saying that if she loves him, that she should stay? No. If this was my daughter or my sister or my wife, I'd be like, you You have to leave. You can't trust anybody that doesn't want to necessarily claim their child. That's how that's how I would look at it. OK, um, without knowing more about the situation, without knowing how she found out, I think that they need to have some long conversations to get to the heart of why he kept it. I think that he needs to own up to that mm-hmm. and they need to really, you know, really have in-depth conversation so that she understands him fully. Absolutely. And from that point on, she needs to take context cues from him and see how he handles other things moving along. I would tread lightly with him. Absolutely. All right. Super duper lightly. You never know. All right. Now, let's go to another email. Now, this is a, a different type of email. Now, this is actually both couples on this email. So I guess they were together when they wrote this email. Oh, that's a first. Now, uh, it's it's... This is the title. I cheated writing this with my husband. Now, this is the Wilson family. Hi, guys. This email is coming from me and my husband. We are writing this together. First off, we never miss a podcast. It's great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Wilsons. We are writing you because I cheated on my husband. I never had sex with somebody else, but I got emotionally involved with another guy. Hmm. He says that to him, that is worse because somebody else had my heart. Mm -hmm. My husband is the ultimate family man. He loves his family. He not only feels that I cheated on him, but I also cheated on our two kids Mm -hmm. because I took time away from them and gave the time to that other guy. Mm -hmm. I disagree with that. I agree with that. We need advice because this was months ago and he says he has forgiven me, but I still have to work for his love. But an apology is just not enough. I don't know what else to do. Can you guys please, 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 please give us some help? Thank you, the Wilson family. Mm. What do you think? Well, I just, before I tell you what I think about the email, I really do believe his point of view where you said you disagree and I said that I agree. Mm -hmm. I think that when you cheat on someone, you're just not cheating on your spouse. Mm -hmm. If you have children, you're cheating on the children as well. Why do you ask? 
because I could tell in your face that you're wondering why. The reason is because, just like she said, he feels as though time is being taken away from not only her, but her children. Whole family. So that time can be spent with that other person, whether it's at dinner, weekends, whatever. Second, which is even more important to me and more hurtful to people that have experienced this is that you have a family. Right, correct. In their case, they have two children. Mm -hmm. You're cheating knowing that if I find out, it can cost you your entire family. Correct. Me and these two children. That means... And it it may not mean, but the way that it comes across is that you prioritize this person that you're cheating with over me and your two children, because clearly to you, that person is worth risking it all. Right. So, I mean, obviously, it means that you're prioritizing that person over your two children. So if the relationship comes to an end... The person that's been cheated on can rightfully think, oh, well, you must be very happy. And clearly, the person that you're with now, who rightfully deserves you as well, must be worth the fact that you lost your two children. So, yeah, I do think it's cheating on the whole family. You know, cheating just just doesn't just happen between two people if there are children involved. No, I I agree with you. But, you know, I, I think that her as the cheat her. I don't think she thought about that. You called the cheat her? The cheat her, yeah. The cheat her? her. The cheat her. (laughs) I don't think she necessarily thought about that. I don't don't think she thought about it. I thought she was just saying, you know what, I'm going to get this little slide on the side and and keep it moving. She didn't think necessarily how it was going to affect her family because cheaters never think they're going to get caught. Can I ask you a question? Did they they have sex or was it just an emotional relationship? Uh, They didn't say, but I'm sure it was sex. Well, you're not sure. Because she, she highlighted that it was an emotional relationship. No, that she was emotion, emotionally attached. The more I, I think he was saying basically it was more than just a, a fuck. It was, uh. she was into it a little more. But I, I think, you know, most cheaters never think they're going to get caught. You know, they think they're going to cheat and it's going to keep it moving. They don't think that it's ever going to affect their relationship. Now, but this, the, the potential is always there. The potential is always there, but you never think it's like and they a drug don't dealer. have they don't have a crystal ball. You don't no, know right. what's going to happen. So if you do that, you have to be prepared and know what the potential risks are, yeah, the potential circumstances most, are. You must. No, no, you don't. Most people don't think like that because no disrespect to anybody's spouse, but you think you're way smarter than your your, your spouse. You know, that's what it is, you know, at that situation. She was she probably thought, look, my husband's a dummy, not a dummy, but like, no, not a dummy. But I'm smarter than my husband. My husband has no idea what's going on. I'm never going to get caught. He's never in my space. That's what people think. But I think you're using the word smarter. I think that that's the wrong word. She just may think that based on their relationship and maybe based on the way that she's going about it, she may be able to maneuver around him so that he won't find out. Or won't feel I don't think away. it's about intelligence. Well, not intelligence, but smarter meaning she he, she will She never. might be slick and right. think that. Absolutely. And that's what right. happened. She never thought she was going to get caught until she got caught. Now, this is a, a great example because you don't hear usually this side of a man getting hit up and and saying you know your apology is pretty much not good enough you know you usually don't hear that usually the, you hear the woman saying hey you apologize but i'm gonna get over it when i get over it and i think it's the same thing with with this situation look you cheated you fucked up now it's up to him to decide when he's ready to really let go and 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 really be okay with it you can't just be like okay i apologize nigga keep keep it moving that can't happen. You know, it has to be a situation where it's like, yes, you have to keep rubbing his feet. You have to keep mm-hmm. making him feel good. Yes, you have to make him feel secure. You have to, hey, babe, here's my phone. Open it up. Look at it. Make him feel comfortable back in that relationship. That's what you have to do if you really want to be there. Yes, it might feel like, well, I apologize. I said I was sorry. But how do you know that's good enough for him? No, you have to go through the 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 pain and, and everything and, real, and really Showing that I am sorry, 
really showing that I am apologetic, really showing that I never want this to happen again. I am so hurt. I'm distraught. I never want this to affect our family. Make him really believe you. And really, when he believes you, maybe he'll open back up and really honestly forgive. Well, it also depends on what his definition of forgiveness really is. That's true. If he accepts her and he accepts what she did Mm -hmm. and she did all of the groundwork. Right. She admitted to it. She answered all of his questions. She gave him all the information that he needed so that he can be secure with what happened. Correct. Then next level, she apologized profusely. She meant it. And if he can tell that she's truly sorry, then that's those are the first steps. Those are the first steps. I think the first step is the fact that both of them could write an email together to us. That's fantastic. That's that's huge. That is. That's a different situation. That means we're really communicating and really conversing and having a conversation about that. That's amazing. That blew me away. When I read it, I'm like, whoa, he's on the email too? Well, I think that they need to have a conversation. As soon as they hear this, I think they need to set aside time to have a conversation about what forgiveness means to each of them individually and then come to a common ground Mm -hmm. about what it means collectively. They need to agree on what forgiveness means. When you forgive somebody, your goal isn't to continue to punish them. And when I say punish, punishing is intentionally putting someone through something for spite right? because you resent them and you want to make them pay. You want to make them uncomfortable the way that you were uncomfortable. You want to hurt them the way that you were hurt. You want to intentionally make them feel pain the way that you felt pain. So when a person is purposefully punishing someone that is wrong because it is not our job to punish. Correct. That is not to be confused with allowing a person to go through their emotions and dealing with this the way that they need to deal with it Mm -hmm. to get through. So as long as there's no punishing going on, they just need to get on a common ground with what forgiveness means. And like I said, no punishing, but Forgiveness is when you alleviate that person of their wrongs. Correct. When you accept that they are sorry. Because if we can't accept other people's wrongs and when they're truly apologetic, then how can we ever expect to be forgiven for our wrongs? Because no one is perfect. Right. No one is perfect. So it's like you get what you give. And I think that if you show that you can truly be forgiving and move on and try to get to a better place, that it comes back to you. Like that good energy comes back to you. And if he lets it go, I think that he'll realize that he's a lot lighter. But the key is that you have to deserve it. And I don't know if you deserve it because I don't know what steps you're taking to show this man that you deserve it first comes the openness and then you have to show him how much you love him prove to him how much you love your children and you love your family unit absolutely do things for him go the extra mile show him initiative show him that you are there to to give him that security so that he knows that he means the world to you. Yeah, and I absolutely positively agree. That's exactly what I said. You have to show him, and he has to be comfortable with in every really understanding. way yeah. you can think of. And he'll know that you're doing it to make up or to to fill those gaps. And you know what? That's okay because to him, that'll be you proving it to him. Be creative. Be you know, just show show different kinds of initiative. And I think that he'll appreciate that. And then you build on that every single day. Always tell him how much you love him. Always compliment him, but not for compliment's sake. You know, tell him what you really think. If he really looks attractive, let him know that you find him attractive. Because you know what? Oh, you know what else? He might be thinking, 
What was he lacking that made you want to have this emotional affair with another person? Mm -hmm. Is that person more charming than me? Is he funnier than me? Was she able to share on a deeper level with him than, you know, than she was with me? Mm -hmm. He's probably questioning what that was all about. And during your conversation, this deep conversation that you have with him, you should tell him everything that it was and be honest. And he needs to be able to accept that information from you. And it might hurt him, but it's all rooted in honesty so he can know why. And maybe that might be something that he wants to work on so that he doesn't have to be insecure about you wondering or finding the need to get it from somebody else. So have that conversation with him and from that point, you know, you move on. And as he starts doing better, then you tell him, you compliment him and say, you know, I'm glad that I was able to share that with you. or I'm glad that we're able to have these conversations. Whatever those little holes were, you know, in, in, in that bowl, it's like you need to plug them all up. You guys need to fix your relationship and fix whatever was going wrong that made you want to attach to somebody else. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I, um, I don't want to say I'm happy about, but I am kind of happy. You see all everybody's relationships and everybody's being way more open in their relationship. And this is just celebrities. This is just regular people because people, a lot of times you feel like their relationship is perfect. And you start to realize that everybody's relationship is not perfect. People fuck up and people have problems in their relationship, but it's all in what you just said. Communication, you know, no matter what happens, if it's good, bad or ugly, you have to communicate because at the end of the day, if you guys want to be in a relationship or you don't want to be in a relationship, communication is the key and being open is the best way. And at the same time, while you're communicating, you have to consciously take care of the other person's feelings while being honest at the same time. Absolutely. Thanks again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode. All right. Now, Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for coarse, curly and sensitive skin. Now, nine out of 10 customers continue to come back because they see results, a clean shave, that leaves skin smooth and reduces razor bumps. Now sign up today and get $30 off a 90-day supply of the bezel, uh, excuse me, the bevel shave system by going to getbevel.com slash Casey. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash Casey to save $30 on a 90-day supply of the bevel shaving system. And ladies, check out Bevel's new sister line, Form. The world's first prestige hair care collection that celebrates beauty in all of its forms. Learn more about them at formbeauty.com after you visit getbevel.com. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Shout to Bevel. Now let's go to this uh, next email. Uh, it's Her name is Jessica. And the question is, the title is, am I emasculating my man? All right. Now. She goes, hey, DJ Envy and Gia, I must first thank you for taking the time to read my email. Hopefully you guys can help me understand. I have known my fiance since I was 15 years old and he was 18. Though we have been engaged for four years, he recently lost his job due to a now acquaintance threatening his job and the livelihood of all those affiliated. He was an after school, middle school gym coach. So you understand why they felt my fiance was a liability. Fast forwarding to several months later, he has been out of work and has been looking, but has been too depressed since he hasn't received any offers. I, on the other hand, have a government job and been the sole breadwinner for the family. One day we decided to take our two year old daughter to the Bronx Zoo. Everything was great until it started to rain and the zoo was closing. Being the gentleman that he is offered to get the car and pull up in front so my daughter and I didn't have to walk in the rain. I felt that we should all go since the car wasn't that far and I didn't want him to be the only one wet. That saying, if one fails, we all failed. Family motto came to mind. So we all ended up soaked. (laughs) While in the car, I sensed an attitude and asked, what's the matter? He replied, I did all you wanted to do with no questions asked. And I asked, this was one thing and you didn't even listen. According to him, I have done this one on another occasion When he would ask me to do something and I would do the opposite since it made more sense to me. I am 26 and he's 29 years old, so I know we're young and still growing. I'm that type that tries to understand from all views but can miss something, hint, asking for a third party perception. Am I emasculating and what are your suggestions to prevent this from reoccurring? Thanks for your help. You're listening, Jessica. 
I think that he's super sensitive because of his insecurity about not being able to provide at this particular time. I do too. I think he's being very sensitive because of him not being able to provide, but you have to let a man be a man. You know, um, if Gia and I are at the Bronx Zoo, right, and we have our children and it starts to rain, right? If the car is a block away, a half a block away and it's pouring, I'm going to say, babe, stay here and I'm going to go get the car. Right. I don't want you to walk with me. I don't want you to get wet. The whole family doesn't have to get wet. <laughs> no, you know, I agree with you. The two-year-old wet. doesn't have to have a, a cold. Uh-huh. You know, even if it's, okay, well, I'm going to wait five minutes. Let him go get the car. Let him go get the car. Let him let him open the door for you. If that's what he wants to do, because his whole thing is he wants to protect and provide, and maybe he feels a little insecure because he can't find a job, let the man do it. You know, if 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 he wants to pull out the, the, the credit card and pay at lunch, even though it's it's really your credit card and you're sharing and you're paying, let the man pay with the credit card. Mm-hmm. You got to let a man be a man. You know, you have to let a man be a man. Like, there's nothing else to say, in my opinion. I just wonder if he would have been so upset about getting the car at the zoo if he still had his job. My point is that I think that he's on, like, high alert for anything that might hint toward emasculation. It probably is. Do you know what I mean? But, but, you know, you have to understand, you know, there's certain things as a man I want to do. There's certain, like... The fact that it's raining and I walk seven blocks in the rain and I'm soaking wet, but I got that car for my wife and kids makes me feel good. I understand. You know, the fact that, you know, uh, something might have been happening and let's say you were hungry and I ran out to go get you some Chinese food in the middle of the night makes me feel good. Right. And that's your personality. That, that's you how will I feel. do anything. Right. To make me happy. Right. But that's how I feel, you know. Right. I want to make my wife happy. And I want my wife to think back like, damn, my husband did this for Mm -hmm. me. Same thing with the kids. And it works. You know, same thing with the kids. Like, you know, Madison, you know, we Madison went to L.A. to go visit her godparents and I flew her to L.A. And Madison was like, Dad, you didn't have to fly me. I would have got on a plane by myself. But I was like, no, I'm flying my daughter and I'm dropping her off. And to her, it was such a big deal. Like my dad flew me and I could have went on my own but that's how I feel it made me feel better not that I would ever let her fly on her own I know but, but that it, it was what it was you mm-hmm. know but she has to let her husband be a man she has to allow him to do those type of things okay. where he feels comfortable and confident in being a husband well to answer her question no I don't think that you're emasculating him I just think that he's hypersensitive he to sensitive. those kind of issues right now absolutely so what you should do is give him every opportunity to prove his masculinity to you because that's taking care of him right. and his feelings so regardless of whether you agree or disagree or the way that you're looking at a situation might make more sense just throw him that bone right and and don't and you know and this is just me personally and this is a problem we have in our relationship it's not really a problem but this is a thing we have in our relationship what? I don't like being complimented you know something? Yes. And oh my! I, I've had to reiterate that sentiment ugh, so many times over the last two months. Right, and and that's because it just feels awkward and uncomfortable for me. Why? Um, and maybe you'll give me a more you know direct answer right now that the mics are cracked. You know when somebody says because when I ask you, you just kind of like brush me off and don't really give me you know you know when somebody says answer. hey you was with your kids this weekend that that was great and or what? you know or if you see somebody on, on instagram be like yeah i have my kids all weekend mm-hmm. sometimes oh, i, I, sometimes I feel at. like you're supposed to have your kids that's what you're do. supposed to do you want people to to give you a like or to say, be grateful because of something that you're supposed to do mm-hmm. that's how i kind of feel about compliments it's like you know i can do something nice for for you or, or the kids and you're like, oh, babe, thank you so much. Or, oh, babe, I'm so happy. Or, oh, babe, you know, you, you might want to rub my head. And you're like, ill. You're not saying thank you. But I, yeah, it's always like ill. But I kind of <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what I'm supposed to. You just brushed me off and I tried to show you how much I love and adore you. It's not a matter of you brushing me off. It's a matter of I'm supposed to do that. You know, 
I never put I not ne- necessarily though. A lot of the things that I thank you for, it's it doesn't really fall under the category of I'm supposed to do that. You really do go out of your way to do very kind, considerate, and sometimes special things for me. Right. And when I take the time to thank you, I mean, I can't even three seconds it's over because you're like okay and then you look off or you continue eating or you change the channel or you do something some act to deflect from my appreciation I get it and it makes me feel crazy and it doesn't even have to be about that I could compliment the way you look I can compliment your body I can compliment your lips which I compliment all the time and you always act so wickedly awkward okay like for instance right and I'm not gonna and I'm not saying this because I don't want you to st- I want you to stop but like <laughs> okay. we'll go out, fool me no no we'll go out to lunch like earlier today we went out to lunch right and you said babe thanks for taking me out to lunch and i'm thinking to myself no disrespect motherfucker i'll take you out to lunch all the time <laughs> well, you me let today? me ask you a question uh-huh. have you ever in the 22 years that we've been together taken me out to lunch and me not say thank you for taking me out to lunch yeah but it, it just, no, i'm just asking you have i ever not thanked you but it feels awkward you're thanking me like it's almost like um and not, and not to put it to this extreme it almost feels like a prostitute like i knocked you off and i left the money on this on the bed and you're like thank you for the money no uh, With, like what 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 of all comparisons what? that's what you come up with yes because we, of we, all comparisons we go out to eat and you're saying like, that, that's like the thing that pops into like, your mind it's like your th- th- that's where your mind goes thank you for the food no it's not and like, no, first of all it's not thank you for the food me I, listen I'm gonna be honest I don't take you for granted I do not take you for we've granted we've been together for it doesn't over 20 matter. years and for 20 plus your years your dollar is my dollar my dollar is your dollar that's not the point thank you for taking me out to lunch I'll be thinking to myself I'll say well thank you for lunch I had a great time I'll be thinking, well, you know what? I'm going to put you back in the basement. And I'm going to lock you deep into the <laughs> cave, and I'm going to throw some dog food over there for you. Like, what do you mean? Thank you for the for the for the food. You like, don't. Un- you really don't understand. The other day, we went to get massages the other day. He was like, "Babe, thank you for the massage." Because it was your idea, so and you took. We me. both got massages. Like, with like, if. If you went and said, babe, I got a massage, I wouldn't be like, well, I wouldn't be like, babe, thank you for the massage. I'd be like, oh, babe. You might not be, but like I've said before, we're two different people. I don't take you for granted. And I appreciate any small sentiment that you show me. If you say, all right, babe. I feel like a sugar daddy or, or like a pit when you be no, like, thank you for it's the food, daddy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't call you. Well, thank you. you thank daddy, you for the so sex, but, daddy. I'm like, no, I don't thank you for sex. Now you're going too far. You, you have thanked me for the night. Like, <laughs> yes, like, what are you all, talking about? All the time. You be like, thank you. See, no. Oh, I, so you, <laughs> That's not true. So you don't be like, thank you for last night? Okay, I might be like, all thank right. you for last night. <laughs> Made me feel like a pimp of sugar. Day. Thank you for last night, Daddy. But you might have done something special or unique, or now, when, I, when I leave in the morning, I'm gonna start leaving some you money might, on the you table. You might have like, had like hey. a little move, or you know, where I'll let you know. I think it's important. So let me ask you a question. Yes, you don't feel when I thank you. There's nothing. There's nothing in you that's like, oh, I feel appreciated. Is it really for naught that I'm thanking you on different occasions? It just feels awkward to be thanked for something that you're supposed to do. So answer my question. Do you feel anything inside when you don't feel appreciated? I mean, I feel appreciated. You make me feel appreciated all the time. But it just feels weird to thank me for, you know, something. Would you prefer that I not do it? I mean, I I, I always Uh, enjoy, uh, uh, you know... Some, somebody being grateful. Would you prefer if I didn't text you the next day like you were amazing last night? Thank you. Would you prefer that? I mean, I prefer you thanking me all the time, but it just feels funny. Like you, you'd be mm-hmm. like, "Well, why are you acting like that?" I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I like, I, I do it from my heart. I don't do it for well. The praise. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? I, it's like if it's I did, not for praise. If it's I did just it for me the praise, expressing my appreciation because you said, "Well, I'm supposed to," and did it. Maybe and uh, maybe in some twisted way, yeah, there are certain things that you're supposed to do, of course. But 
I know that a lot of people, although they're quote unquote supposed to do it, they don't do those things. Right. A lot of people don't go the extra mile. A lot of people don't go out to dinner or lunch as often as we do and spend quality time the way that we spend quality time and engage in conversation the way that we engage in conversation or are intimate as often as we're intimate or put as much into our int- intimacy as we put in or in this case as you put in. So when you do do these things or you do pay me compliments or you do do whatever that makes me feel special, it's important to me to let you know that I appreciate you right, and that I'm taking stock of the things that you're doing. I make it my business to do that so that you're, you never feel as though you're taken for granted. I, you know, I and just, even if it is going out to lunch, I mean, I know taking me out to lunch is a big deal. I order like seven appetizers. That you do. So most men I probably wouldn't sit across from. I mean, I think that they'd be like, well, I sure don't smell freaking appetizers. But you're just like, oh, are you sure that's all you want? Right. And that's a small thing, right? right? But I appreciate that you're just so cool about things and you care about me. And I might just want to take one bite out of each appetizer and you're cool with that. It's just something I love about you. It's right. small, but I love it about you. I mean, it's, it's just the way that I feel. It's like if, if I take out Madison or Logan, we go somewhere and then you're like, oh, thanks for taking the kids out. I'm like, thanks. Like, this Yes, you're supposed to do it, but I appreciate you. you And and we can stick a pin in it. I friggin' appreciate you. Well, thank you for appreciating me. Okay, next email. Gosh. Sheesh. All right, well, let's go to the next email. Let me see what this is from. All right, now with Gia's emails, when when people send Gia DMs, by the way, you send Gia books. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate it because I got to read it. All right, now this is... Okay, here we go. Well, what I do is I screenshot it on my phone. And if it's a novel, it's like I'm sending him like eight screenshots yes. of your emails. So when he reads it, he's like, it's it's hard for him to follow along. Here we go. Dear Gia and Envy, I love your podcast, but I really need help. Me and my husband have been together for four years. The first two years was long distance, and then I moved out here from Toronto, Canada to California to get married with him. A few months after I moved out here, he left for a work trip to Ohio and ended up sleeping with someone he met out there. He was very remorseful, definitely put in the effort to make things better, and I forgave him. But then a year later, he had another one night stand with someone in Vegas. Mm. He went to Ohio again recently, and when he came back, I saw a new girl text his phone. He told me it was just someone who helped him with a car rental. Word. (laughs) Word. Even if that is the truth, (laughs) I don't think he should be making new female friends. Nope. He's, can I read this without having, you know, you're ad-libbing me? My bad. All right. He's leaving for Ohio again next month, and my question is, can I trust him and can this trust be repaired i would prefer if he would just go straight to work and then go back to his hotel afterwards instead of Mm -hmm. going out late to restaurants or bars like he usually does when he's there sometime he's not back to the hotel until 11 or 12 he said i'm being irrational and the only thing he's willing to do to help me feel comfortable is let me come to ohio with him let him let her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i have to pay for my own ticket and take the week off work word okay he makes me feel like i'm stressing him out when i bring it up but i honestly think he should do whatever i need even if that means staying inside please let me know your thoughts thank you thanks gear also this subject line is called trust issues while abroad in case you look for it in the email i wrote you two emails but pick this one to copy and paste because it's more urgent for me mm-hmm All right. What do you think? I feel as though he's flexing his narcissistic muscles a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you can tell from the tone of the email. He's making her feel bad for bringing it up. And she has every right to bring it up as Mm -hmm. much as she'd like. And we talked about this before, I think maybe two or three podcasts ago. Right. And this is a good little um, example of it. First of all, he cheated the first time in Ohio and he apologized and was very remorseful. Correct. I don't know the degree of remorse that 
he showed. Okay. So I don't know if it was adequate, adequate, mm-hmm. but for argument's sake, let's just say it was, uh-huh. or at least she sensed that it was. Mm-hmm. He went back and did the same thing again, cheated on her again. Listen, once I find out that you cheated and I forgive you, or whatever my sense of forgiving is, Correct. and we try to move on, if you do it again, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no second chances when it comes to cheating. With our situation, if I found out, or when I found out that you cheated, mm-hmm. I forgave you, mm-hmm. and... We moved on. That was a story in and of itself. We covered it one podcast. But if you ever don't throw this on me, made that mistake don't again. Don't throw no, this no, no, on no, me. No, no, no. I'm just giving. I'm giving my What's opinion. Talk about Gina. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm giving my opinion from a personal standpoint. No, 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 no. Because for a lot of people, it's easy. I'm ignoring you. It's easy for them to tell you their thoughts and their opinions because maybe they haven't experienced it. Maybe they haven't gone through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just giving my personal perspective. If there ever came a day where you did that again, your one and only chance would have run out. It expired. Mm-hmm. There is no second chance. By the grace of God, you survived that. You were able to keep me. You're able to keep your family intact. And with knowing that and knowing all that you risked, like we talked about in the last email, if you choose to go down that path again, hoping that you can dodge a bullet the second time that you weren't able to dodge the first time, then I would have to cut you loose. Right. So she found out about it. And after that, he's still making her feel as though she can't talk to him about it. She can't bring it up Mm -hmm. he's making her feel apprehensive or fearful of raising the issue when she has every right to it's him being narcissistic and making her feel a sense of inferiority to him even though he's the culprit even though he's the one that wronged her and created that situation she's not allowed to heal and she's not allowed to express herself her concerns or take any steps to try to rectify it meanwhile she shouldn't be doing that he should be doing that and we've said this before but he's the one and just like in the last email he's the one that should be profusely trying to prove himself and get back in her good graces and he's not doing that not only that but he's deflecting the conversation and then he goes another step further as to say okay well you know you can fly out i'll let you fly out and be here with me but you have to pay for it yeah that sounds he should be the one that says you know what what i want to do is make you feel as secure as possible. So when I go to Ohio, mm-hmm. I would love for you to come with me. I'll take care of the ticket. I'll take care of everything. It'll give us a chance to spend more time together. And this way, you know that nothing is going on that you wouldn't approve of. That's the way that he should be handling it. I but agree. instead, he's taking the nasty route, which lets me know he's not remorseful. He's not doing everything in his power to make her feel secure. Instead, he's antagonizing her. And that irritates me. Like when I read emails that have this same tone, I legitimately get irritated because these females, and it usually is females, even though we did get a few emails with males that have been cheated on, but these females don't really realize the position that they're in. They don't realize what they're worth. They don't realize what they deserve. But more disturbingly, they don't realize the mind tricks that are being played on them. And that bothers me. Like, no, 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 no. You're not behaving the way that you're supposed to behave to keep me in this relationship. So you know what? 
I'm not going to be in this relationship anymore. And on top of it, it should be his idea. You know what? I'm going to go to whatever work function I have to go to. I'm going to fulfill my obligations. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to be in the hotel. I will FaceTime you to let you know I'm in the hotel. And I will be here until I fall asleep. There is no... I'm going out to dinner with my friends. There is no, I'm going to a club or I'm going anywhere. If I'm in Ohio where I was sleeping with the last chick, then guess what? The next time I'm in Ohio, I'm going to work and I'm coming back to my hotel. And that's what I'm giving you to let you know that you can be secure and rest assured that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And if that's not enough for you, I'm going to pay for your ticket. Please come and spend that time with me. Yeah. And I absolutely positively He's agree. bugging. You know, I, I think he, he cheated once. You, you gave him a pass. He cheated twice. You gave him a pass. And now he's still being disrespectful. He's doing it because you allow him to exactly. do it. Exactly. You know, and until you put a, a, a stop on what he's able to do. He's going to continue to do it. And it seems like by you even asking with this email, it seems like you, you, you're basically saying, should I give him another shot? Should I let him go out? Should I let him do this? And the answer is no. The answer is absolutely positively no. Homie cheated on your husband, cheated on you and got caught. And I know it must hurt. And I know it was a difficult. I know it was a problem, but you forgave him. He did it again. You forgave him. He looked in his phone. He had the, the girl's number from uh, the rental car place. Now, I've rented a bunch of cars before. I ain't got no <laughs> rental car person's text number on my phone, you know. Uh huh. And and if I did, it would be a problem. Like, why the hell does she? I mean, is she giving me a discount? And if she's giving me that much of a discount, you know what? If my wife feels uncomfortable, you know what? Hey, uh, rental car lady. I'll con- pay full price. Contact my wife and, and tell her my wife how much the discount is and let her pay for it. You know, but he he doesn't care. He really doesn't care about your feelings. And although you said he apologized, he's remorseful, he really doesn't care because if he cared and he got caught the first time, he would have stopped. Even if he said, okay, he slipped and bumped his head again the second time, he would have stopped. But this is now the third time, maybe the fourth time, the fifth time. This is where you need to say, you know what? This is a situation I don't want to be in. And if you can't respect what I want you to do because you say you're sorry, if I don't want you to go out after your, your, your work because... You like to go to the bar and get drunk and flirt and fuck? Then don't go out to no bar. Stay your ass in a hotel. Get some lotion. Drink in the mini bar and jerk your dick off all night and get awesome. drunk. You know, you want to get drunk with your dick? Get drunk with your dick. But drunk keep your, your ass inside. It's good. You know, but that that's honestly how I feel. Yeah, I, I it it just I don't know it, that 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 that's irritating. Right. And just remember that people will only do what you allow them to do. Absolutely. Once you assert yourself and you tell them what it is and how it should be, listen, either they're going to stay on the boat and keep sailing or they're going to jump off and swim to shore. But at least when you give them that set of facts depicting what you're willing to take and what you're not willing to take, at least when you give that to them, you know where they stand. Is this person willing to do the work to stay with me or am I just not important enough and they're going to up and leave because they can't deal with the repercussions of their own actions? Absolutely. Then you know where you stand. Absolutely. And I I, I just want to say to her, good luck and be strong. You know, one thing I just want to tell you is you don't need no man. I mean, a lot of times people feel like I have mm-hmm. to be in this situation because I need man. I need this man. I need this love. I need. No, you need what's right for you. And every situation is not the right situation. So good luck and be strong. And I don't like to curse much. But, OK, you about to curse. But you just said, yeah, you were, well, hold on. Before you do this early in the week, you said you was going to drink more water <laughs> and stop cursing altogether now go ahead go and i don't curse much to begin with but i'm trying to wholeheartedly give it up altogether but for the sake of expressing what i really think here we go do not fall for the mind fuck oh cursing do not fall for it because i guarantee when you go to him and you have this conversation if you choose to do so he's going to try to mind fuck you do not take it do not 
fall for it. He might tell you all types of things and say that you're insecure and you need to trust him and you guys have moved on. Tell him, I have not moved on because I don't trust you. So if you want to get to a point where I'm able to move on, then you need to make sure and do everything necessary to make sure that I can trust you. Okay. And if he's not on that boat, sail off without him. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, baby, we have to get up out of here. Oh, that was the last one? That was the last one. Okay. There was at least three more that... We'll get to them next week. People email us all the time and they hit us up on DM and I see people and people stopping me all the time and, you know, just <laughs> say thank you for the advice. I got a lot of people hit me this week. Like I'll be walking down the street or in the car and they'll be like, yo, Gia was right. <laughs> and I just be like, you know what? F y'all, you know, but so I get a lot of y'all. So I just want to say thank you, everybody, for riding with us. And don't forget, you could always hit up the website, thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T H E E. Crew at gmail.com we still have cool hats we uh reordered all the hats and socks so if you want to pick up some socks or hats or coffee mugs or glasses definitely hit out the casey crew at gmail.com yes all right and um we'll see you guys next week all right um now I, we had the dog in here i don't know where the dog went your dog that's supposed to follow your every command just wandered out of here i don't know maybe i don't know maybe the dog wanted to protect the house and wanted to see what was going on oh okay that's the excuse you're gonna make for your sometimes disobedient dog he's always obedient and we'll bite and the it's ish a she oh, so she. once you determine it's sex then you can tell me how obedient or disobedient you know what she I actually meant. is she's always obedient <laughs> okay if you say so all right well i'm dj Envy. and i am gia casey and that was another edition of the casey crew toodaloo nope Toodles. Yep. Toodle boo. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles. Toodles.